Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new edition of the LaJox and the LaDox Show! Um, Yo. Thank you. Uh, thank you for joining us, everybody. Um, as always, I'm your host, Simon Khaled, and I am joined today by three of my comrades, my compadres, and my amigos, um, the amigos, I like to call them. I don't know why, uh, but we have Doctor Asad Khalid and uh, Adi Patel, and um, so what's up? What's Better up, put guys? the Esquire on the back of my name. Adi Patel Esquire, JD, recently acquired. Um, yeah, and uh, we have a new guest today on the Jackson Doc Show. Welcome everybody, AJ Andrew Acuna. Yo, what's good with it? Not so new, you know. I've been um, in the cut. He's not, yeah, he's uh, AJ's been a friend for a long time. He's uh, very knowledgeable in the NBA, um, and football. Um, Unparalleled knowledge. Uh, tell the audience a little bit about yourself, man. Well, you know, as you said, you know, my name is AJ Andrew, from the Houston area. Rep Houston, everything except for the Texans. We're going to have a football topic, I suppose, but I'm not really down with the whole NFL, but that's a different discussion. But, you know, I like basketball. I like football. And I now like, you know, World Cup. Crazy World Cup. Crazy World Cup. This year, a crazy sure. World Cup. Yes, yes. Um, and today we are discussing NBA free agency. Um, so, yes. Are you guys even here? <laughs> I, I'm here. I, I think Adi. I, I, I was just giving AJ his solo oh. moment there. Adi is oh, solo. Okay, okay. okay, you guys are here. Okay, well, we are discussing yeah. NBA free agency. It was a little quiet, so I was just... Uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I was uh, I was talking to my agent. He, uh, turn up, turn up, turn up. Yes. You know, he, he got the offer. You guys are restricted for more minutes. So. Sorry, guys. Uh, I'm getting a lot of sources say a lot of things to me right now, so I'm coming in and out. Woj um, bomb. Do you guys know what's happening in an hour and a half? Uh, probably better than the NBA Finals. No, in, in 30 than Christmas minutes. Day. 30 minutes. 30 man. minutes. 30 yeah. minutes. While Sorry. we're on this I'm, pod. Uh, while we're on this podcast. So. Yes. Uh, do you guys. Uh, let's Let's just get the big prediction out of the way since there's 30 minutes left. It's probably not going to happen for another few days, but. Let's get it out. Didn't there. he give himself a deadline? I was. I'm assuming you're talking about LeBron, right? Yes, we are. LeBron James. He gave. He gave, he gave himself a deadline, right? July 4th or something like that. I think the. I think, uh, in the past two decisions he gave, he he gave them June, uh, July 10th and July 11th. But oh. this year, um, 
I think he's going to give it a little bit earlier. Yeah, I thought I heard. Whatever. I thought I heard it come out that he's given like the deadline was like July fourth, but I don't know. I could be misinformed. And earlier this week, uh, for the fans who don't know, and if you guys don't know, LeBron opted uh, out of his contract, which basically eliminates the Rockets or Celtics from uh, acquiring um, LeBron. And, I know and also eliminates his chances of getting a ring, right? Yes. Ring. Yes. We can all agree on that. that. So you we'll think see. you we'll think see. the Lakers with LeBron can beat the Warriors? I don't. Especially since it looks like Paul George is going to uh, stay in Oklahoma City. Wait, but why are you guys uh, saying that because he opted out that eliminates Celtics and, and Rockets? He's not going to the Celtics. That's not happening. I mean, yeah, that's definitely not happening for sure. But what, what, what's wrong with the Rockets? What's going on there? I mean, I'm a huge Rockets fan, but at this point, we like <clears throat> if he wanted to, he's intelligent enough that if he wanted to come to the Rockets, he would have understood that he needed to make that decision by this point because the roster would have been significantly stronger unless you're, he's willing at this point to take at least a $15 million pay cut because that's mm. about the price of the cost of opting out is we're going to lose about $15 million worth of guys. So I think as, as intelligent as they are, he would have opted in if he wanted to come to us. That makes sense. Wow. To further that point, uh, he if he if he had opted in, it would have allowed the Rockets to trade for him. But now he has to sign right. as a free agent, which is thirty five million um, that the Rockets can't take. We just we just don't have. We just don't have. Yeah. yeah. Well, I so, mean, we have, like, but we don't have it as a current structure to sign him as a. It free just agent. means Daryl has to work that much harder, guys. There ain't no thing. He got new math. New math. <laughs> so you know, what, what are your predictions said? You know, if you're saying Daryl's well, got it, what are your predictions? He's gonna get it. I'm just saying if he, he he'll work as hard as he needs to work. Yeah, I mean if, I, if, it's, if it's possible, you know what I'm saying? But I guess you guys are right. I don't know. I feel like he's probably already moving on. He's probably trying to sign somebody. He, yeah, Daryl Daryl Morey's smart. He's not gonna you I think he learned from the mistakes of chasing Chris Bosch. Uh, you know, it was like five or six years ago, and uh, if he if he four yeah if he realizes that you know LeBron, especially after not opting in, is is probably uh, red herring at this point. He's got a lot of other issues to to shore up. I mean, not shore well, I mean, up, but a lot of other contracts to take care of. So I, I just more smart. Dis- I want to throw a disclaimer out there that we're talking about a team that again was so precariously close to winning a championship here. There is no crime in bringing back this same exact team, player for player, and letting them grow one more year together. That is not a crime. Sometimes, yeah, you but you got to realize the Warriors are making moves. They don't give a crap. I mean, <laughs> they're I making mean, moves, I, bro. They're trying to sign Dwight and DeAndre. But, but they're making lateral moves. Yeah, they're not, they're not, they're not going. I mean, up. we don't know yet. I mean, Unless, they, they can't go up, so they have to go lateral. What, yeah, what, I mean, how can their ceiling get higher? Who else are they going to sign? In, in my opinion, our full roster, our full roster as it is, itself could not move up unless it added like a, basically three players: Kawhi, LeBron, or Paul George. If those three players aren't coming to our roster, we don't really have anything, you know, that much up to go. In my in my, in my personal opinion. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. There's really no one else in free. I mean, because I'll take Trevor Ariza if we sign him again. 
I mean, I know he went over infinity in the last game. Oh my god! <laughs> you say there's no one else, but there's always there's always the option of trading for someone or acquiring asset, enough assets to make a trade for someone. Look, I I, mean, I, I always thought that if, I, I always hoped that in a weird, wacky world where LeBron goes to the Celtics, somehow Gordon Hayward ends up on Houston. So I think he would be perfect in our system. But anyway, that's or even like okay. Jimmy Butler next year. Or, yeah, I mean, yeah. They, I guess he's cut out. Well, I'll, I'll say that. Uh, Houston you know, native Jimmy Butler. Oh, there he is. What? <laughs> now he said Hello? Jimmy Butler. I said Jimmy Butler's a Houston native. I think people are sleeping on that. Sure. So you think they could swing a trade? No, no. Next year. Next year. Oh, like I'm talking about the advantages of Daryl Morey just keeping his cards as they are as opposed to making a risk that could mess up the whole balance. Like, just because we're playing for this summer does not also mean we're not also playing it next summer, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the other, the other thing about Maury is... You're all ducking the big question, though. I need to know. I need to know where LeBron is going. Dude. Los Angeles. <laughs> LA. That's, well, like sure. asking, that's like asking Santa what happens Monica. after that. Beverly Hills. <laughs> okay, make your point about Daryl Maury, though. So I was going to say that we're, we're all focusing on the big names and saying that's the only way the Rockets can get better. But I think we're ignoring how Daryl Morey works underneath, uh, you know, dealing with veterans, uh, getting mid-level exceptions. We None of us thought P.J. Tucker would have been as important as he was, right? I mean, there's always these names that we don't think about in free agency that come in. So look, the, those are those are the real moves to watch, and that's what Maury has been best at in his career. And Lu- and Luke and Bob Mute can't possibly be worst of a player next year. Yeah, so I mean that that's a little injury uh, yes concern he too. Can. He can be injured and, and not. He could be so, but he was injured. He was injured though, and he played injured in the playoffs. He he dislocated his okay. shoulder what my a week point, and a half or two weeks if before he's the playoffs. Playing, started. he can't be worse next year. That's all. Right. I'm no, I I agree. And he was he was scheduled. I I haven't looked to see if he actually had it, but. Uh, he was planning to have his shoulder surgery in the off season, and uh, start the rehab from that. So, hopefully that that goes well because he could be a big piece for them. I really think people were sleeping on how important he was when he was healthy to the Rockets. I mean, when I would go like when he would come in, like I, I remember one time Amon and I went to a game and we were down by like thirty points in the second quarter, and then like that second unit would come in uh, with Luke and Mute and Eric Gordon them and like. By halftime, we'd be up by seven. So, is anyone else going to Paul George's or Russell Westbrook's party in Oklahoma City? Paul, Paul George. <laughs> right? What's his name? Cameron Baines or no? Cameron. What's his name? Payne. Payne. Cameron Payne. Payne. Yeah. So, so with so with George apparently resigning with Oklahoma City, right? Not a done deal, but that's what it, it's looking like. Yeah. Does that mean? Does that mean the Lakers have to move for Kawhi now? Yeah, I mean, the the big question is: Does LeBron need another free agent before signing? I mean, what do you guys think before signing with the Lakers? If LeBron goes to LA, the first domino is going to be Kawhi to the Lakers. I feel like what if it doesn't happen? It has to happen in the next. If that doesn't happen, then it's going to be like madness. (laughs) Because it's just like. Does the does LeBron piece have to move first before the Kawhi piece moves? Nah, the Kawhi piece is separate from LeBron, I believe. I believe Kawhi and his uncle are not really too worried about what LeBron got going on right now. I, I agree. I actually agree. I don't think they I don't even I don't even know how thrilled they are at the option of playing with LeBron personally. Yeah, I don't, yeah, exactly. Because to do a thing 
to do what they did to like to go through that whole situation with the Spurs. These are some. These are not just some guys just, just down for whatever. Like they're trying to take control. They're like, you know, what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure Kawhi's uncle is, has a close relationship with Magic. Could be talking out of my ass right now, but I just feel that vibe. I just feel yeah, that. and I mean, look, he's from LA. What is exactly? You know what I'm saying? saying? Like you know, homies from around the way in the 80s, 90s. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and it's L.A., baby. It. It's, it's, he's going from San Antonio <laughs> to L.A. Come on now, come on now. Here's yeah, here's, here's like my that's qu- the first domino. Like that's the first most predictable domino to fall right now. Here's here's my question: who who has been a shadier shadow figure? Kawhi's uncle this season, or Maverick Carter in the decision? <laughs> <laughs> That is a good I, I would say Kawhi's I mean, uncle. Yeah. Because you're talking Kawhi about played the Spurs. nine games. <laughs> no, I mean, Kawhi played nine games. And didn't say <laughs> yeah, a word. no, you're right. Didn't say a yeah, single bro. thing uh, the entire season. Bruh. Um, can you imagine? Just like, nah. Um, just like, on some nah. Like, just said nothing. No. Like, like, <laughs> like, this is like something I've never seen before. Like, just not before, talking to bef- anybody. Before we, wow, yeah. Hey, latest reports say Paul George isn't even meeting with the Lakers. He's just gonna about. He's about to immediately resign. Russell Westbrook's wow. party. It was. Uh, it's a rager. Do you guys mind if I do a real quick one minute analysis of this? Because I'm actually doing a lot. I've done a lot of research into what would happen if Paul George opts in with their team. Um, sure, go for it. Ba- basically, they're screwed. It's amazing because they're so screwed in the sense that if Paul George is, comes to – if he signs this two, three-year contract, they cannot make a singular move. They will be so far above the tax, they won't even get the full, full mid-level exception. They're, they, they literally – their roster as is right now – will be their roster and the best part is when Carmelo comes off their books the second the third year salaries of Russell Paul George and Steve Adams will be so high they still won't have a single maximum slot so Carmelo even coming off the books isn't even going to help them that much it's just going to help them avoid a stupid uh, like a luxury tax so the team that you saw this year with Oklahoma City is the Oklahoma City team for the next year or two uh, definitely for a year but most likely two to three years Exactly. Damn. So, I mean, we could look at the cap situation a little bit more closely. I mean, Russell is supposed to make, um, like, what, up to 40, uh, 40 million throughout, the, like, the next six years. Uh, 50 at Car- some point. Carmelo is on the book uh, until next year for $27 million. Um, that's the, that's really the next move. Until Carmelo gets off the books. Um, I mean, he's such a fire. I mean, he's got to be the best. One of the best expiring yeah. contracts ever, right? Like, because yeah. you're coming up be- before an amazing free agency summer, and you can just wipe 29 million off your books. That's nuts. The thing is, they don't have any. They don't have many long term contracts. So Stephen Adams, I mean, it's a, Stephen Adams is a, a little bit overpaid, but I mean, for what centers are getting nowadays, it's I mean, like 25 million isn't too bad. I mean, Paul George is going to be making 30 this year, I think. So. Uh, uh, did you I mean, did you guys see the news about the cap figure increases? Yeah, I mean we 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 always yeah. have to be a little bit wary yeah. of it. Yeah, uh, no. So so the point is they'll they'll be okay two years from now. The cap goes from 101 to 116 million. 
So that's fifteen million more in you know in uh, salary sure. sort of thing. Okay, rank so, so rank these teams then. If you have if you have the Thunder as they are now, right, for the next year, you have the the LeBron and Kawhi Lakers, and you have the Pelicans fighting for that three, four, five spot, right? More or less, or maybe the Blazers too. But no, Blazers. We we're not talking about the Blazers till they win a playoff game ever again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. I don't know what that was there. So, so my point is, I mean, do you think this team can can compete in the West? I think LeBron and Kawhi, the third best team in the West, personally, and I think over the Thunder, City is going to be the sixth best team, fifth to sixth. They they not they won't even be the fourth best team if LeBron. So who's four and there's five? Too then? many. There's too many cards to fall at this moment. I think. Plus, plus the Jazz are going to grow. I think the Jazz are going to grow. They're definitely. Uh, I think the Jazz are probably number three number right three now for right me. Now. Um. The Pelicans are good for. Three? Whoa. The there's also oh, some news oh, yeah, of. Yeah, I guess. There's like, yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. There's a lot of there's room a, for growth. There's also some cousins to LA talk, too. I don't know if we touched on that yet. Like this shocking? year? But DeMarcus Cousins to LA, yeah. So, Asad, Asad, uh, we're speaking of DeMarcus Cousins. We're talking a lot about LA. Um, so, tell us what's going on with this injury because. Uh, Capel's not going to get the max. Let's be real. And it's because of this Achilles injury. What is your take? And what's long-term prognosis? Okay, so with an Achilles injury and a big man, that's a, that's a big deal. Uh, it's, a, it's a tough injury to recover from. It's getting easier and better uh, surgery-wise. But uh, if you remember, one of the big profile or high-profile Achilles injuries was Kobe Bryant, who tore his Achilles um fairly early in his career and actually came back to do okay. And he was relied more on his explosiveness and uh, first step than Cousins does. So uh, he, you might not see the best of Marcus Cousins next year, but I think with, with time he can um, get back to that level. So I, I'm not too worried for the long-term prognosis. Um, and Avi, I know you're from – you were you lived in the Washington area. Yeah. So we've we've discussed this a little bit. I know uh, Asa just mentioned Demarcus to LA, um, but well, I've been uh, pushing the Demarcus to the Wizards talk solely because of John Wall. Uh, where where is Demarcus Cousins landing for both for Adi and AJ? Let me let me. Well, I, I don't know if you I don't know if you guys have been uh, been scrolling down your Twitter timelines in the last thirty minutes, but apparently about 30, 40 minutes ago. The Lakers have pivoted away from Paul George, and they're focusing on signing DeMarcus Cousins to a, ma- a one-year max deal. And Woj, yeah, Woj four minutes ago just said George committed to sign with the Thunder. Wow, so things are moving. So I, I, I personally have always been a believer in the sleeper Cousins wall. Uh, like, that's been a thing for two, three years now. And I'm surprised, I mean, I, I like... I guess you can say it's like it's like a bad beat. Like you're probably gonna be wrong, but that wasn't a bad theory because those guys have been those guys are best friends, and they met, and that's what they need. They traded Martin Gortat. It's a, they can give up Otto Porter a first and two firsts. You know it would it would have made a lot of sense, but I guess the uh, Marcus is uh, probably looking like he wants to go to the Lake Show. I mean, let's talk. No, I mean we have to we have to talk a little bit about Paul George the Thunder because no one I don't think. Gave the Thunder a chance of keeping Paul George when they made that trade, um, and what a trade they made! I mean, they got rid of Victor Oladipo, but they got Paul George, and they got to keep Paul George. 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, credit where credit's due. Credit where credit's and, due. But I mean, there's two, still- two years ago, they were staring down defeat with KD. Um, and now uh, Presti has ended up with, I mean, an all-star, a top 10 player, in my opinion, at least top 15. I don't know. I mean, six points in an elimination first round game. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it was a tough playoff series. You know, everyone struggles. Uh, playoffs is a different beast, but he's still. But, but, but that's my thing, player. though. That's them, though. They struggled. Listen, you're talking Paul George in his prime, Steven Adams in his prime, Russell Westbrook in his prime, struggled against a young Utah team. What really is their upside then? I just don't see it. Paul George is not like he's not the personality to check Russell Westbrook. Kevin Durant didn't want to do it. Clearly, nobody's going to check him though. That's, that's what I'm that's saying. Kind of like, I just don't. I just don't see them making the intelligent, correct basketball decisions you need to make when defenses clap clamp down in the playoffs. And I think that the, the team that is going to be their primary competitor for the third or fourth seed just murdered them. As, as a very young team. So I, I just don't see it for them. Um, I'm just going to break uh, some news as we go along. We're probably just going to keep live, pod- uh, live podcasting. I want to break some news first. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> break your news, man. They say report is coming out that Dwight Howard has serious interest in joining the Warriors. Oh, oh wow. That's a- Man. So that's a that's a good thing, right, for the Rockets? Yes, right. Yes. <laughs> this is good. Send Dwight. Send Dwight. <laughs> right. I mean, Dwight Howard has broken up every single locker room he's been in. Right. I mean, you, yeah. do you really think that that Breaking. this is going to be? Let's. Um, yeah, but the Warriors do have uh, a lot of history of reclamation projects. Uh, Javale McGee doesn't count. Does, Dwight Howard, Nick Young. Um, Leandro Barbosa. Let me throw that one out there. There's a few. Apparently, so. Paul George just uh, got on the mic in the party on the stage and said, I'm here to stay. We can bring it home. <laughs> I saw it earlier <laughs> today. I saw. This is, funny, dude. this is a funny year, man. <laughs> I saw earlier today that, uh, like, Paul, like, a driver of Paul George's or something. Like picked him up at the airport, and Paul George told him he was staying in OKC, and then he like tweeted about it. <laughs> uh, I have a very sad. I have a very sad update. This apparently, is the funniest the Suns, free agency of all time. The Suns are apparently targeting Ariza, and they're trying to clear up to eighteen million dollars wow. in salary. Ariza? Yes. Um, DeAndre Jordan uh, is expected to join Dallas. In breaking news. Durant Durant um, just re-signed for his two-year, sixty-one million dollar deal. Uh, Nikola Jokic re-signed, uh, obviously. Um, that was no shocker. For How's this happening? It's not even midnight yet. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely true. Uh, so, what do you think about? Uh, I mean, we always bring it back to the Rockets, but I mean, we do have some breaking news. What do you think about the a Trevor Ariza-less Rockets? If it happens, if it happens, let's see. I don't know for reason, man. Eighteen million. Whoo! That's that's you can't say. Ariza can't say no to that, and Rockets can't even come close to that. So yeah, yeah. I mean, Ariza right now is currently on the most, probably one of the best contracts in the league, along with PJ yeah. Tucker. Both of them making seven point five. Um, I mean, you can't just. 
10 million is uh about it's 10 what, million like yeah it's nine percent of your cap basically so that's a well lot you know cover, Ariza. that i i think i think Ariza's in it to win it man he's in these commercials with state farm i i, I just you know what i'm saying like from what I know about Ariza, if they like everybody like on that team thinks they're champions in their head, like you can't like, you know, when we lose and pick up basketball by nine points, we still think we're better than the other team. You know what I'm saying? These guys uh, yeah. definitely in their heads think they're better than the Warriors. And Ariza, he's just such a gamer. I, I mean, I would be shocked. I still, I still would be surprised if he took any offer besides the Rockets. Eighteen million. Uh, it's a well, lot. And what if the Rockets offered? That's a lot of money, but didn't he already get a big contract in yes. Washington? Yes, yes, he has had a, a couple good, medium-sized, healthy. So he doesn't necessarily need to go to. Phoenix. No, no, no. He's made close to hundred. Phoenix, the time. career killer destination. Yeah, <sighs> I mean, they they got young talent now, right? Yeah, yeah. young talent. They're gonna win. They have young upside. I don't know. They have young upside. I, mean, I, I could see why they would. I could see why they would want Ariza, a veteran presence in the locker room, someone to show these guys how to work. And, and you got Booker, you got Aton, you you got a core. I see that, but I just like everything we know about Ariza. These like these are some of his best friends on that team, and he's such a gamer. He felt really res- like you know personally responsible that he felt really guilty after they went 0-11. I would just be surprised. But, I mean, unless the Rockets offer him like four million dollars. I see. I think the Rockets are going to offer him between eight to twelve million dollars, maybe on a one or two year contract. Let's see. The Rockets at this point can't afford. Out of I have a question. Back. I have a question, guys. Out of PJ, Luke, and Trevor, who's like the most vital to the team? PJ, no doubt, in my opinion. I would say Trevor, solely from a defensive presence. Uh, and being there, be, having been here for so long, um, leader in the locker room. I mean, I feel like best friend like, with Chris Paul. Yeah, I, well, yeah. So is PJ Tucker, but um, Rudy Rudy Gay resigned with the Spurs for ten million. I just feel like I feel like uh, I feel like Trevor brings a lot of intangibles to the table. I feel like he yeah. brings a lot that's like just unsaid. A lot of leadership qualities. Trevor. Um, I wanted to get Usa's take on Lonzo Ball's injury, uh, the torn meniscus, as he was involved in a lot of trade talks for Kawhi. Uh, yeah, I thought the timing of that news was pretty funny, right? Like, like as soon as his name was starting to get mentioned in Kawhi trades and everything, all of a sudden it comes out that he has a torn meniscus. But uh, no, I it, you so know Lavar's working hard. Lavar's got to be working hard, right? Um, so a torn meniscus can go one of two ways and there's the well I guess I guess you call it standard where you just trim out the torn part the recovery is like maybe a month to six weeks he'll be ready for the start of the season or you can go the Derrick Rose route where you actually suture it back together Um, the hope is that you would preserve more cartilage preserve the knee long term the risk is that when it re-tears like Derrick Rose's did you end up having to get it trimmed anyways, and you wasted more time. Uh, the recovery for suturing it back is in the six-month range. So it sounds like what reports are saying about Lonzo is that he's just going to get it trimmed, four- to six-week recovery back for the start of the season. Uh, minimal long-term injuries. I mean, 
I think most, not not most, but a lot of athletes is a very common issue to have treated. I, I wouldn't be too worried about Monzo for his knee. I don't know. Seems pretty sketch. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. He'll be all right. He will be all right. Uh, not like, like 35 or something, like 32. What do you guys think about Lonzo moving forward with LeBron possibly coming um, and Lonzo doing? What do you think Lonzo and LeVar are going to do with LeBron? I mean, he's coming off the bench for sure. He'll lead the second unit. Easy. Easy. You don't think uh, LeBron will want to play with a point guard like him? I mean, they're going to have to stagger the minutes really well, but I don't know. I feel like LeBron is in charge of the first unit, obviously. I feel like he's not in Cleveland anymore, so he doesn't have to play 50 minutes a game. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know, Lonzo can take that second unit, grow more as a player. He won't have to, like, have the spotlight every single night like it was this season. So it's it's a good situation for him. But am, am I the only one who thinks that Lonzo and LeVar aren't going to be happy with that? Right? Like, I, I don't know what reports that Jello say, but... is not even prospect for Summer League. They better be happy Shut up. <laughs> they should be, right? But you know they're not They're not going to be happy with Lonzo Ball coming what, off the what, bench. What is he so... Look, he needs to let... Don't even worry about Lonzo. Go and get Jello into the summer league. Go and get Leangelo into the summer league, bro. What are you doing? Where, where's he? He's not gonna. I mean, he's he's guys just. A guy he's now. not going he's anywhere. Yeah, he's just a guy now. He's not even a professional basketball player right now. Like he's you or me right now. <laughs> Pretty much, he's playing pickup at Lifetime. He should join us on Jocks and Docs. He can be a jock. <laughs> I don't even know if he would uh, qualify. He didn't even get. He didn't even like last through one year of scholarship basketball. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't last a few weeks without stealing something. <laughs> oh my gosh! In China, um, it seems like this entire free agency revolves around the Lakers. Uh, the first domino fell, and I think it was a pretty big domino in Paul George. So now we we currently have. I mean, the Lakers currently have a few options to bring with LeBron. We have Kawhi, the obvious one. We've talked a little bit about Kawhi. Um, the other one I kind of wanted to talk about uh, was not DeMarcus Cousins, but was Chris Paul. And I know Adi is not going to entertain these talks. but <laughs> uh, Me neither. But are you guys comfortable paying a 33-year-old Chris Paul $40 million? I don't think he's going to get $40 million. I think I think it's it'll fine. be a reasonable I think it'll be a reasonable three year deal, or two to three year deal. And even if it's a four year deal, there's two things you got to keep in mind. You the D'Antoni offense will allow Chris Paul to transform into his Jason Kidd sort of development stage of his career. Like remember how Jason Kidd won a ring with the Mavs even when he was pretty pretty old. Um, I don't sure. think Chris Paul the geriatric to... phase of the the career. Exactly. So I don't I don't think I like meaning like I think Chris Paul is still even 3 to 4 years from now will be able to contribute as a 25 minute to 30 minute player a game probably running a second unit or something like that. And that's if we keep him. I think people are sleeping on the fact that Daryl Morey if he wants to get rid of the contract, there'll be some hungry team that wants to sell seats like Sacramento 
or somebody like you know all these teams are tanking and keeping their salary caps free and 80 percent of them are not going to win the sweepstakes 90 percent of them so i i think I, I think people are overestimating the fact that if chris paul really gets that bad daryl moy will just steal him and, and he won't have a problem finding a suitor in my opinion yeah i feel like before his injury i would have been like uh i mean like okay if he doesn't get injured then we low key, you know, we make it to the finals. You know what I'm saying? So hey, he's definitely guys, worth guys, money. guys, guys. Breaking news: Woj bomb. Woj bomb. From Adrian Wojnarowski on Twitter: All Star Chris Paul will sign a four-year, 160 million max contract to stay with the Houston Rockets. Yeah, damn. Hundred sixty million. He get that money. It is a forty million a year contract. Money. Oh my. God. Yeah. No, it's probably not forty million a year. It's probably like thirty-five, thirty-seven, forty-three, forty-eight, something like that. Right? Ooh. He, he got a max. Million dollar I mean, he deserved. I mean, he deserved a max, bro. If we didn't have back-to-back, if we didn't have games every two games in the Western Conference Finals, we would be calling him a champion right now. Yeah. It's a little hard to say. It's a little, it's uh, a little bit too that, far yeah, of a jump. That's a, that's a little bit of a stretch, but it's a little too far of a jump. I'm willing to make on it, but I'm just saying, bro, like, they had you, a strong you, after the year we had, year one, we went from people saying, "Sure, this is the last thing I'm gonna say about it," because you guys not. It's just it. a we little bit of a stretch. They can't share the ball. Bro, it was three to taking three games on Golden State. One more game. Winning everything more that game went wrong, everything that went wrong in Game Seven could have easily been avoided. Have With a big Chris, Chris Paul. Paul out there. Even game yeah. six. Sure. sure. So it's just like. It's a just... little bit too far of a step is what I'm saying. It's just a little bit too far. Uh, either I way, think... I don't know what we're going to do about that old age stuff. Because that's very liable to happen again. And I don't know if our supporting and... is going to be able to like take care of that. You know what I mean? Plus the stretch provision. We can use the stretch provision. Two years. Like there's so many options to get rid of his contract that we haven't taken. like, And that's even assuming that Chris Paul is not going to, like, live up to his contract. Yeah. I mean, but, okay, what does that do? What does that, what does that do with, like, the rest of the roster? You know what I mean? I, I, I think it's actually good news. And the, here's why I say that. In the sense that they wanted to close Chris Paul as quickly as possible so they can use Chris Paul to pivot and in meetings to recruit other people. Otherwise, mm. they could have stre- they could have stretched out this Chris yeah, Paul thing. Yeah, that's true. And and, and they, they did it immediately because they're trying to send a, like something to like two, three other free agents saying that, hey, then I'm not talking to big guys. But come on, if you imagine the same Rockets team last year and let's just add another P.J. Tucker or two, that's a that's you're talking. You can't tell me that's not the consensus second best team in the league with the chance to beat the mm. Warriors. Wow, let's 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 hop the second best team is I would put on the Celtics. At, at, at How? How sway? We don't even know if they're gonna. No, nah, I would not say that. <laughs> with with Kyrie, with in, in terms of pure paper talent, I put it on the Celtics. Uh, oh, like starting? Okay, you know what? Yeah. In terms of pure roster, and and coaching, sure. If Kyrie's not healthy, if Hayward doesn't come back, sure. The Rockets. Are yeah, playing, yeah, but... yeah, 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 but I'm, but that doesn't mean anything. I said the second, the cons- dude, we're the team that the took cons- Golden State no. to Game Seven. Yeah, 
They couldn't yeah, even. Get, they couldn't but, even beat LeBron with the Cavs. They couldn't beat without Kyrie, without Hayward, and a rookie Tatum. Tatum. Right. So when the team is bringing back, the team is bringing back Kyrie. The team is bringing back Hayward. Hey, we could have a sophomore slump, and and Kyrie could get injured for the fifth time in the last seven. Sure, but we're talking so so. uh, James Hardy could have a have an off year after his MVP year. I'm just saying. James Harden has never been injured and never had an off year. It turns never happened. Never not once. But he could. It doesn't just because it hasn't no, happened doesn't no, mean it can't I'm happen. You, I'm telling you what has happened. I just said Kyrie could be injured for the. Fifth it's a time whole new it. season. It's a whole new season, and the Celtics certainly have more talent on their roster than the Rockets. Okay, that's fine. But anyway, my point is, there's like okay, at worst, the Rockets are the third worst team in the league, best team in the league. I'm sorry. Sure. At worst. Sure. At worst. There's just nothing else you can do. Chris Paul proved it. He proved it this year. He's a, he was an elite defender as well, so he didn't lose anything on the other end of the court that people said he would lose with age. The you know D'Antoni offense stretches lives. I think I I, I obviously don't think he's going to be a forty million dollar player when he's thirty seven years old. I'm not stupid. All I'm saying is they're they're especially with now the news that into this third year, the cap is going to be one hundred and sixteen million, fifteen million more than when we signed the deal right now. It, 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 I think that's probably what also helped them seal the deal with signing him because that gives them $15 million more to play with two years from now. You know what I mean? Exactly. We still got Ryan Anderson on the books, too. Oh, my gosh. We need to get rid of can him. I, can I also say that uh, Kyrie Irving's knee, to me, is still a question mark going forward? Both. Just, 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 just putting that for the record. He's had yeah. three leg surgeries, right? That's yep. what those Simmons had three, right? It, it he's he had an indolent patella infection, which is very very strange to have, uh, and I, I I'm not I won't be confident in that knee until I see him last on it for a full season. Honestly, um, a long time. Fair enough. I mean, I cannot argue the doctor's opinion. I did listen to him on the Bill Simmons podcast, and he did say he was feeling well. Um, I think he said he had something like uh like the screws and the broken leg got infected. Uh, so yeah, he had a, he had a kneecap uh, a patella fracture that they fixed yeah. with uh, wires, and they went to take the wires out because it, what happens is that a lot of the hardware you put in the kneecap because there's just not a lot of tissue around the kneecap, I and mean, we could all feel our kneecaps, right? A lot of the hardware you put in there starts irritating you, and you get pain in that knee. So they went to take it out, which is okay uh, as long as the fracture is healed. And I think what they found was an infection in there. So they had to take everything out and uh, basically clean up the infection, put on my antibiotics to do that. Uh, and that's it's a big deal. I mean, that's that's not a small issue. So I'm not saying that he's not going to be 100%, but Kyrie has a significant injury history, has a significant history on that knee. And I, I just I won't trust it until I see it. I uh, just want to throw out real quick, DeAndre Jordan, one year, $24 million to Dallas, which is good for the Rockets because that takes away one of the significant Capella suitors. Um, I wanted, yeah, I kind of wanted to talk about DeAndre Jordan. I just saw that news recently. I mean, what do you guys think of the new look Dallas Mavericks with Donkic? And now They're looking kind of spicy, looking kind of flavorful. Kinda they're looking like a 35-win team, and they're going to pay Dirk Nowitzki $17.50 hey, an hour. They're going to pay this guy $17 an hour 
to come back to win 35 games. Pay the man. Luca. Hey. Luke, yeah, to Luca. DeAndre. New Love City. Dennis Smith. DeAndre Jordan. They do have a nice core. Wesley Smith, Harrison Barnes. Uh, Wesley Matthews, Harrison Barnes. I, I just oh, yeah. want to throw out there that I am, I'm first person. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stake my foot down. Dennis Smith is a bust. It's not. He's not gonna. He's not gonna pan out like that. He's gonna be like uh, a backup point guard in the league. For I the rest still of the can't day. figure out. What That's kind a of spicy play take, is. man. That is a spicy take. That is a spicy I take. In, I see a lot in Dennis Smith. He's a uh, he's a gamer to me. He's he reminds me of a more athletic Kyle Lowry. Um. Mm. Man, <laughs> that's not a very big comparison. <laughs> Kyle Lowry's been a Kyle Lowry's been a good point guard for years. I mean, oh if, yeah, I think I if they if they get Kyle Lowry out of Dennis Smith, you'd take that. Exactly. Right? Why are we hitting on Kyle Lowry? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, sure. I suppose. Kyle I mean, in this a, era of point guards, you know, it was just a little bit. Little, little, it didn't ring, you know, like some of these other. You games. you take your sub forty percent, sub thirty percent three point point guard. I say you know. Would you take Kyle Lowry when Dame exists, when Steph exists, when John Wall exists? You know what I'm saying? It's like Kyle Lowry. It's like great value. Like I don't know. It's a good. Point. But I, they got value. Isn't so he getting paid good. like thirty billion dollars? I know they fucked up. Yeah, he's not on a value contract, but he's a, he's a good player. I mean, I think he would be happy to have Kyle Lowry on your team. Yeah, yeah, you. of course, of course. Yeah, let's, let's move forward. I, there would be I, what I'm saying is Dennis Smith's going to be a scrub, and you're saying <laughs> they'd be happy with him be, being Kyle Lowry. Yeah, clearly he would be happy being Kyle Lowry. I don't even think he's going to be. Uh, I can see him. I don't. He's. Gonna, I don't even know who to compare him to. I'm trying to think because he's six foot three. But my point is, I just don't think he's going to be a meaningful impact NBA star, like star or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Who knows what impact uh, this, you know, this new team is going to have on him? You know, Luca. I, w- I would even Luca could open Smith. a lot of doors up for open for him. You know, I would train him so that Luca could be the primary ball handler. Mm. I think Luke is good enough to play off ball where you're where Dennis is gonna I, I don't, I don't want him playing off ball. I want him being the like the their version of James Harden. Of course, he is going to have the ball, but I mean he can move off ball. I mean he's a good sh- three point shooter. Luke you know what? Good. I think he's right. They got to get something for Dennis Smith now because exactly it, the way exactly. his game is developing, it's just not gonna develop right if he can't touch the ball. If he has to become an off-ball player, he's just going to be a non-factor. You know no, what I'm saying? Mean, he has to. He has to. Hold is going to have to the ball. Huh? No, no, no. But here's the thing: he's not a guy that can have the ball. He's a ball dominant player, and he doesn't. He, I don't. I don't think he's got the vision, IQ, or defensive capabilities of like a Chris Paul or Steph Curry. You get what I'm saying? So if he's going to be off-ball, like, what's his skill at all? Yeah, even a little bit. Yeah, it's better shoot. for him to just grow and be the guy, and uh, yeah, and like his, it, it, hone his skill as a scorer, and 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 make those mistakes and get those foul. You know what I'm saying? He's a, he's yeah. a ball dominant guy. Yeah, you know, like Donovan. Donovan had that chance to like flourish as the guy to score. You know what I'm saying? He just did it a little better than Dennis Smith on a better team. I mean, I disagree. I think Desmond Jr. is going to be a fantastic player. Um, but let's move on. Uh, 
is there any guy is there any restricted free agent in particular that's getting your attention uh, that's not named Clint Capella <laughs> Marcus Smart Aaron Gordon Zach Levine Julius Randle Yusuf Nurkic Jafari Parker Nurkic is off the table now Oh, I've been, I've been, I've been looking at Jabari Parker situation. I agree. I think Jabari Parker, right coach, right team. I mean, what, what is, what has he really done to proven that he's? I don't think he's like we can't call him a bust yet, right? Nah, he's not a bust. He's just been hurt. You know? Yeah, he's been hurt. He can't right when he, defense. right when he was starting to get put up like good numbers, solid numbers. His Boom. range has mostly disappeared. Yeah, so I think I think he does need to get out of the Bucks because like they just don't need him right now. Because they got Dante now. Yeah, they don't need him. They have you know they have what they need in terms of forwards right now. So I feel like they they need to get something for him, but I just don't know from where. Like, I agree. I'm, I'm a Lakers hater, but I'm not going to lie. Every single time I watched the Lakers play basketball in the last two years, Julius Randle has always like just popped out of the screen to me. I think Julius Randle also is could be a sleeping giant. Yeah. Um, and I'm curious to see where he goes. Baby Dre. Of course, the Bulls fan, uh, I have my eye on Zach Levine. Um, yeah, that's a curious yeah. I, I just hope they don't obviously I don't think he's gonna get the max. I hope the Kings do off from the max and I hope we don't take it um as a Bulls fan just because C Levine has he has high upside but I feel like he lacks a lot of IQ, a lot of defensive IQ in particular. Um I would like to, I mean I I wouldn't mind seeing him come back on like a like like between sixteen mil and eighteen mil a year. Um and then, I don't know, as you guys know the Bulls have a lot of cap space. Uh, they have like nobody on their books just because they've been taking and trying to build, you know, this youth, uh, this young, this young core. Hey, yeah, uh, Bulls fan, have you? I'm guys surprised that's not a main destination right now. Like that's like it so... will be soon. I think. I think in a few years in 2021, Anthony Davis. I disagree. But I think why? Think... <laughs> you trying I... to get Anthony Davis? That's funny. We'll see. I mean, hey, hey, you guys want to take an uh, Ryan Anderson off our hands? Yeah, please. I mean, well, if you give us a first round pick and Clint Capella, how about that no. second round? How about that second round? No, unfortunately not. You can um, take Nene in a second round Nene. pick. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I hey, it hey, hold on, because I don't know what his upside is. Come on, if you guys take Ryan Anderson, you guys will ensure your tank job. Unlike the way you guys blew it this year. We got the, I know, right? the draft. Wendell you guys Carter almost Jr. made the playoffs. Head asses. Wendell Carter Jr. We got the gut of the draft. The best. Well, I, I don't. I don't understand why. Why you guys don't think the Bulls will be an attractive destination in two years? Because you they, have. It's not the city. It's, the, it's the, the management and coach management. I think. But, I but you have. What do, what do you need to? What do you need to be an attractive free agent destination? You need I, to be I, a good city, and you need to be. You need to have a star. Right? I think it's because it's cold and their taxes are as high as New York and and LA. So if you're gonna Bro, be like these, these no people don't care about that. They, they don't care you, about that. No, you know why you, it's not a destination? Because you guys don't have a star. You 
star. I disagree. I disagree. In two years, I think Laurie Markkinen is going to be a star. Okay, well, then, yeah. Then in two years, you guys will have a star, but you guys don't have one. That's my point. In two years, this team's going to be in a, in a track. Well, you know, that's, 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 that's one of those, you know, two in, one in the hand, two in the bushel. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think so. I think, I, think, right I think Laurie Markkinen has proven that he's got pretty good star potential. A lot of guys do. Yeah. It's, they don't ever every, live every up to it. Every week has proven they have star potential. Uh, he has to live up to it. That's the only time it that's counts. Definitely, I disagree with the fact that every lottery pick has shown they've they can show their no, I, I'm saying at Not some every point in their pick, career, but, you know, there's a lot of guys who uh, promise but don't ever come through. That's why they were drafted sure. in the lottery. Not in, the, not in their NBA game. career, though. Not after an entire season. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I think. But uh, I, I think, I think the Bulls could be a sneaky destination in a few years if they get better. Yeah, possibly, possibly. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it's not they LA. have a lot. They have it's a lot to Miami. get through. But they gotta get through the Raptors. They gotta, they gotta, they gotta continue. The, they gotta get through Washington. They gotta get through Philly, I mean, Celtics, Milwaukee. I think they're better Milwaukee. than Washington. Milwaukee. I think they're better than Milwaukee. Better nah, than not not with Budenhauser, bro. Budenhauser. I'm gonna say it to y'all now. Y'all heard it here first. Yeah, I heard that's 2000, that's 2018, 2019 Milwaukee Bucks defensive team. Uh, uh, yeah. Defensive team of the year. Best defensive team in the league. I'm saying it now, bro. Top three, minimum. Top three, like. 2021-2022, Dante DiVincenzo, NBA MVP. You heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Uh, We've kind of been on this podcast for a while. La World Cup, my friend. We lost Messi and Ronaldo today. And Damn, Ronaldo did star. not show up, bro. That shit was crazy. I was literally I don't think waiting. Show up I was like, much as I'm watching highlights and everything. People. Like, I'm like, man, I'm, I can't wait to see this dude tear up Uruguay. Like, I don't really rock with Uruguay. I don't know why. Don't ask me. But I just wanted them to win today, and it just wasn't happening, bro. Like, I, I dude, they, they, they stayed. Like, Amon texted me at one point, and he was right. They spent. They they marked him with five people. I've never seen anything like that. It's the typical. It's a typical World Cup strategy against any star player. It's yeah. like any no, bad but team, any good team can do it. Yeah, yeah, any but any team can do it. Just put as many players as you can on because international teams, unless you're like Spain, aren't just like aren't as coordinated as they are as club teams, and so you're basically betting on these other other guys to beat you. And Ricardo Quaresma is not going to do that. <laughs> you sure? He's pretty good. He's pretty good with that uh, um, that outside foot. Yeah, right. that one goal, <laughs> bro. That's uh, all. That's the only reason people have played with him on FIFA for the last nine. Because his five star skills. He's that got the left star, left foot, five, five star guy. skills. Yep. Yeah, he's, a, he's, <laughs> he's, he's the most he's worthless a human guy. being. He's the most worthless human being as a soccer player. Whenever he's not. Just doing that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess that Portugal team was just not good. I don't know too much about like individual players like that. No, nah, they're not. They're not. I heard you're going stacked, so maybe that's just how it had to be. Portugal's not Argentina here, okay? Portugal's the reigning European champion. They have nothing to prove at this point. They, they like for a small country, they they've they've peaked. 
Like, there was no, in my opinion, no way they were going, like, from the Euros to the World Cup. Like, the only way that would have had to happen is Renato Sanchez somehow turned into what we thought he would turn into, but he didn't. So, shit happens. Bam. Um, and then Star was born the other game. Uh, Ooh, you, have some, you have some thoughts and feelings on France uh, and Africa and some tactical difficulties happening right now. We are being approached by aliens. Do this lineup, huh? <laughs> <laughs> are we there? Okay, yeah. we're good. We're uh, good. We're good. Uh, France, yeah. France. So we got two. Very diehard France fans on this uh, podcast, me and Assad. And uh, oh, y'all, y'all are France fans like that. Yes. I like them. It's I just a feel fun like team. It's I'm a fun about, young team. That's what I'm, I'm worried about. Cap yeah. from my God, I'm, I'm worried about them because like their defense is looking crazy weak. I don't know. They gotta bring. You don't need Chicago. defense when you got Mbappe. <laughs> <laughs> that dude is so fast. Oh my so, god. So so you say that you say their back line is weak, but they have arguably two to three of the best holding midfielders in the world. But like, like elite what, level what holding midfielders. Like... Yeah, yeah. I think I think AJ more what it was was that their their defense is actually relatively young and they were going against Argentina's attackers were insane. So I think they just really yeah, got close. They were talking against... about the lineup for Argentina, yeah. how they benched uh, Aguero and Iguain, yeah. and I, I was at first I was like, so these they just don't want to score. Like they're putting Messi at striker, and I was like, <laughs> I know he doesn't play striker, so something different is going on. But so looks Messi, like it worked. Messi is supposed to supposedly LeBron did, and was like, this is, <laughs> this is what we're gonna yeah. do. And when I was in Barcelona, I played the <laughs> false nine. Well, guess what? You don't got Iniesta, Javi, Puyo, and all those guys. <laughs> They're very top heavy. They only have attackers, and they have a terrible midfield, terrible defense. And you can I just think they just like stack their their you know attacking and forwards and like. Well, you know, to be honest, like uh, I've been, I I think the problem is they don't, you know, they have defensive and midfield talent in the club world, but like their attackers dominate the way like the media and everybody covers them. So they always end up bringing extra attackers instead of solid defensive depth and midfielders. And like, for example, like they, the, the way they've jerked around Benega over the last couple, like Benega is a solid midfielder in the correct situation, coached well when he has like, he knows what to do and stuff. But hey, man, Argentina is just a mess Soft top. Player. Like there's no point in talking yeah. about it. They're just a mess top down. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this is a like team that made Maradona bro. coach a couple World Cups ago. You know? So was Aguero, should Aguero have been coming off the bench like he did? Or, or what's y'all opinion on that? Um, yeah. I think along with him and Higuain, they're both terrible international players. And they've proven that they basically can't do anything on the big stage uh, <laughs> for Argentina. I mean, Aguero did have a goal today, but yeah. <laughs> Yikes! Hot sauce. Give him yeah, the but hot you, sauce. you know, you know, the, you know the thing is, like, everyone's like talks about how like I, I just think like you know because one last thing is we've been talking about how bad their midfield and defense is. It's really not. Argentina has tons of soccer talent. It's just they're like an African-run national organization, which is what I'm going to talk about in my paper. It's like the African players have so much talent. And they play themselves with the management, the coaching, and all that different stuff that you need to do. And Argentina is not Portugal. 
Portugal is a very small country that does not it, it like disproportionately puts out the amount of talent for their population. So this was a once in a generation Portugal team. But Argentina, come on, like imagine if the 2002 US team had one of their strikers. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not mm-hmm. hard. Iceland yeah. with 300,000 people have proven with management and coaching, you can make a good defense and midfield. What you cannot make is supreme attacking talent because that is God-given. So there's no excuse for their defense and midfield. They have the players. They just refuse to coach and manage correctly. That's it. You don't, you don't worry about defense and yeah. midfield. You worry about that final touch, that magic. And they have all magic, and they don't emphasize anything into coaching and strategy. It's just ridiculous. Something that permeates throughout uh, sports, the idea of culture and uh, creating culture. I think it's, I mean, they use a lot in football, but I feel like it's, I mean, you got to build, uh, I mean, a foundation that's strong and can last. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, just going, like, it's like we talk about all the time. 2002, we thought that, I mean, I thought everybody, I remember I was in India at the time, and I like everybody who we talked to, we're like, holy fuck, man. By 2014, every African team is going to be in the quarterfinals. Like, it's, gonna, it's just going to be nuts. It's going to be Ghana. It's going to be Nigeria. It's going to be Senegal. It's going to be Cameroon. And then, like, what's happened? And I, and I think... And I, and, I, and I think it's the same thing. I think it's the same thing with Argentina and in a couple countries. They just, like, refuse to wake up from their, their management and coaching woes and mistakes. But hey, yes. what do we know? Germany has the best culture, apparently, and they're out of the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> that was the craziest game of all time, bro. Oh my gosh. You know, guy... people sleep on Korea and Japan all day. Korea... <laughs> I'm so happy that happened. <laughs> wow, that was... Yes. That was, that was something. Um, we are <laughs> nearing on goal. an hour now, so... Are there any last thoughts before we wrap this uh, this podcast up, guys? And yet, uh, I don't, nothing really. Just want to give a shout out to Chris Paul for resigning. We we wish you now, ride or die, forty million <laughs> dollar you, man. Yeah, forty you million, thirty three years, man. Thirty three years old, man. And low key, low key. I just want to say, as someone currently living in Los Angeles, why have the Lakers have been taking L after L in free agency for the last five years? What is going on? Nah, dude, Kawhi is going to the Lakers for sure. Yeah, but that's not free agency. You can ink that in. I mean, no. well. Yeah, I'm talking about like just purely on free agency. Dwight chose not to come. You know what I'm saying? Like all the no. a lot of players are, that have been inked to sign there just purely off of free motive. I've just none of them have gone. Yeah, I, that's in, I mean because if people are gonna leave, they're gonna leave to a winner, and then LA is not yeah. a winner. So yeah, and I think I think that goes to answer the, your your guys' question about Chicago. If even LA can't attract people right now because they don't have a star, Chicago's not gonna attract anyone without a star either. You know. Yeah, exactly. Gotta have the game. anyway. Any predictions for the World Cup, guys? Any shockers in the? Um, I don't know how the brackets. I'll bring up the bracket right now. All right, guys. So the next match that we have tomorrow, we got Spain versus Russia, which is could be some home cooking. Could be some home <laughs> cooking. Predictions, anybody? Predictions. Spain. I think Spain takes it. I'm going to go, go with my man, the dictator of the world, the king of the universe, Vladimir Putin in Russia. I really think that 
They gonna do something. <laughs> they gonna put po- what is that polonium in their food or something? <laughs> Bro, those boys are gonna doping. show up sick. They've been doping. I mean, all right, what about Russians Croatia and Denmark? I think we are all going to go Croatia on that. Croatia, for sure. Two lines. And what about... Now here's, here's an interesting one, yeah. Mexico versus Brazil. Ooh, Brazil. that's a good one, but Brazil. Brazil, so easy. Uh, we have a contender for the hottest uh, fan bases in the stands at that match, I believe. But... Uh, <laughs> I, th- I think we're all going with Brazil there. I'm going with Mexico. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about your later. And then uh, how about Belgium and Japan? I think people sleeping on Japan. I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm Boy, going with Japan. Stop. Lukaku for the win. Japan on penalties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Belgium is due for a flop, and you know it. You can't be, you can't be that dark horse hyped and then not let, flop. Let me tell but you what Jay- Jay-Z once said. You were, you are who you are before you got here. That's Belgium. They're flopping. What do you say, AJ? I say it's gonna be like a three-one comfortable win. Oh, 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 oof, oof, on those hot oof. takes. Oof. Well, actually, you're we're the hot takes. You're you're on the. That's what the. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Y'all <laughs> over there with those hot takes, drop the pen, dropping the hot sauce. Yeah, and, uh, nah, man. What about the battle of the wonderful uh, Switzerland, Sweden, Sweden and Switzerland, huh? Switzerland, Sweden, Switzerland, Sweden, Switzerland. So here we, we got Sweden, who's doing their best Ewing theory impersonation without Ebra, and then uh, I'm going with Sweden, bro. Ewing theory. <laughs> Switzerland. Yeah, Switzerland. Switzerland's got a lot of talent that I don't think a lot of people recognize. They they've been pretty good, so give me Switzerland. I agree. I'm going to have to go with my boys. I don't know why, but Jared and Shakiri, I really love him as a player. And then obviously we got to go for our guy, Jaka. And oh, uh, finally, Colombia versus England in the most disproportionately attractive fan bases. In the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard one. I'm going to say England. I, I, I think England does it. England. I think Bumble England does K. some penalties. Are you kidding? We gonna do the cha 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 like the narcos, <laughs> like the narcos. narcos. Colombia. <laughs> Pablo, 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 chopping like a Pablo, Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is that all the games? That's everything, guys. I believe so. All right. Well, those are all the games, and that is all for this podcast. Um, Thank you guys for joining us again. This is uh, this has been Aman Khalid, Doctor Asad Khalid, Adi Patel, and our new guest AJ Akuna. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Jackson Docs. That's J O C S A N D D O C S. You can also check us out at our new website. Um, that's JacksonDocsShow.wixsite.com/slash/slash Jocks and with a just like a lowercase n Docs. So hey, maybe if you guys uh, check out our website more, we won't have a Wix website. <laughs> exactly. We need some money. We need to uh, pay these dues. So any advertisers, come hit us up. We also need be- more listeners. Be- so Between Aman and I, we got enough student loans for like one quarter exactly. of a salary cap for an NBA team. So we need it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we need a new contract. We need a Supermax. 
I think I paid my dues. I'm, I've made. We, we 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 need one of them Chris Pauls all, right now. I've made I've made all law. I made the all law team, all first law team. So uh, hit us up. Um. Anyway, uh, hopefully we'll be having articles, and more content coming out soon. But uh, thank you for listening, uh, and, and enjoying our live NBA free agency podcast. Uh, tweet us with any concerns or questions. Um. Yeah, that's it. Peace. Hit that five star. Hit that five star. Don't be a hater. Five star. Five star. Put five that on. Five star. Five star. We need that five star. Five star. Yeah.